Ephesians 4, 31 and 32. Ephesians 4, 31 and 32. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Good evening. Can you hear me? Alrighty. Uh, good evening, and uh, thank you uh, for giving me this uh, opportunity to stand up here and speak. Uh, first, I'd like to uh, thank the elders for giving me this opportunity, and Anthony for all the time he has uh, helped me get uh, prepared for this. So, and um, I guess let's get started. <laughs> so, um, tonight uh, I was going to talk to you about the power of forgiveness. Um, forgiveness is a cornerstone of our Christian faith. It is a part of our Christian faith that is crucial to our lives. Um, this uh, forgiveness comes in two different forms. Uh, this comes to us first in the aspect of that we first must be forgiven, and then that we also need to offer forgiveness to others. Neither of these things are easy. Both present challenges to each of us individually. One may be harder for the, than the other is to manage. And so let's uh, hope you can uh, identify that portion of your life where you can identify where you might need to focus in on more. So tonight, uh, let's first start off with defining forgiveness. And then we're going to look at how we ourselves receive forgiveness and then how we will then be able to apply forgiveness into our lives. The word forgiveness to, means to slight clean, to give, us, to give a clean slate, to uh, forgive of the debts, if you will, to send away. So in order to, for forgiveness to take place in our lives, though, we must first have done something to someone or something in order to do a wrong to them. And it either is a debt to them financially, emotionally, spiritually, or also physically. Uh, an example of this would be um, if I were to go over to Anthony's house and he were, and I were to happen to uh, be walking and I tripped over one of Reed's toys as uh, might happen to go across happening there. And uh, I end up falling and I push over a vase and it falls and it breaks down and that right there caused a debt to Anthony because that vase happened to be one to his, that belonged to his great-grandma, and he found that vase dear to him and to his family, but uh, he, he um, pardoned me from that, from that um, debt by saying, you know what, it's okay, don't worry about the vase, I'll replace it, and he took it upon him, and he took that debt away from me, from me having to say, hey, here's some money for this vase, so he there took that debt away from me. The Bible tells us uh, we need forgiveness from God, um, and for that, uh, first we need to notice that we have committed a sin. So, uh, I've read along with me, Romans three twenty three, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. 
that there uh, says to us there that all of us have sinned and all of us have done a wrong and then therefore causing a pain towards God. And we need to seek and find a way to be forgiven of that wrong that we had done to him. Next is uh, sin is rebellion against God. Uh, Psalms 51.4 Against you, you only, have I sinned and done this evil in your sight that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. And this sin separates us from God. Um, this uh, is from Isaiah 49, 1 through 2. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it, it not caves, cannot save, nor his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from God, and your sins have hidden your, his face from you, so that he will not hear. And as a result of us having this separation from God, we need a way to get connected back to God. And we see that in John 3 here. He who believes in the Son has everlasting life, and he who does not believe the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides in him. So in order to remove this uh, sin in our life we and to reach forgiveness, we have to see that uh, God chose to absorb the cost of our sins, and that brings us back to him, and he did that through Jesus, through sending him on the earth to walk and teach and give us that forgiveness. Forgiveness is releasing someone from the debt they now owe you for the wrong they have committed by absorbing the cost uh, for yourself. So we're now going to look at uh, receiving forgiveness. When we are in debt, someone it is difficult for us to let them absorb the debt sometimes. So uh, say our, you go out to dinner with a group of friends and you, you and your friends fight over who wants to pay the bill because you, you want to pay the bill because you took them out to dinner. Oh, well, no, they took you out to dinner. And then you have that fight there of who's going to end up paying the bill. And then eventually someone gives in. So how do you let God forgive you? First, um, need to know that uh, forgiveness is available. Uh, Psalm 51.4, I said, Lord, be merciful to me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. After knowing that this forgiveness is open to us, we now can look at how we go about knowing who exactly we have sinned against. And... Um, Sorry. Yeah. All right, yeah. I apologize. Um, right. I apologize. So first, uh, to go back, I need to go back there. Uh, to know that you first, to recognize that uh, you need... You need it uh, for, uh, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Sorry. And then to go on to the next point of knowing, on um, no, you need it, need, need to know who I have sinned against, so that we have sinned against the Lord. 
Thirdly, uh, knowing that it is available. Second uh, Peter uh, three nine and First John two two uh, list this for us. Uh, the Lord is not slack concerning this His promise, as some count slackness, but is long suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. And He Himself is a propitiation for our sins, and not for not for ours only, but also for the whole world. And then acknowledging our inability to pay for our sins that we have committed. For by the grace of God, you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, that our forgiveness is not something that we necessarily should have, that for that we humans done wrong, against God first, and he opened it up to us to have the opportunity to come back through him, through Jesus. Finally, whenever you receive, um, receive receiving forgiveness, you're, you yourself become a much more humble person, um, knowing and giving forgiveness to others, and confessing your sins, repenting of your sins, and having them washed away in the blood of Christ. After you receive forgiveness, you must continue to live by faith in Christ and forgive others. Um, this here, First uh, Peter 2 through 25. For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example, that you should follow his steps, who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth. Who then, who, when he was received, did not reveal in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously, who before, who himself before our sins and his own body on the tree, that we, having died in, uh, to sin, might live for righteousness. By those stripes you were healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but have now returned to the shepherd and, over, and overseer of your souls." So like I said, with giving, earning that forgiveness from God, we then have to apply it into our lives and forgive others for the wrongs that they do to us. Um, and sometimes for us, it could be hard for us to give someone that forgiveness that they necessarily should have, that because we, we need to realize ourselves that our sins, that we all have sin and that no sin is greater than any other sin, and that we all fall short of God, and that we need to forgive others because not everyone is perfect, and not everyone is going to be able to do everything at the right time correctly. So, um, uh, to uh, give an example of this, uh, I have Matthew eighteen twenty-one through thirty-five. Uh, the parable uh, Jesus illustrates the point that uh, Peter comes up and asks. Um, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him up to seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to seventy-seven seven times. Seventy times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And when he had 
begun to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. But he was not able to pay this master's command that he, that he be sold with his wife and children and that he had that, and pay, that payment be made. The servant therefore fell down before him, saying, Master, have patience with me and I will pay you all. The master of that servant was moved with compassion, released him, and forgave him of the debt. But that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, who owed him a hundred darlings. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that you owe. So his fellow servant fell down to his feet and begun and begged him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you all. And he would not, but went and threw him into prison till he should pay his debts. So when the fellow servant saw what he had done, they then they were very grieved, and came and told their master that all that had been done. Then his master, after he had called him, said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all the debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant, just as I pity on you? And his master was angry, and delivered him to the tor tortures until he may be should pay all that was due to him. So my heavenly Father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother of his trespasses. So the servant, the first servant who we saw there in the first part, in the first part here, owed his master uh, 10,000 talents. 10,000, one talent is equal to one wage's year of worth. One wa one wa 15, okay, sorry. One talent is equal to 15 years of wages. 10,000 talents equals 15,000 years. The servant, the first servant who you saw here couldn't pay, couldn't possibly pay this debt in his lifetime nor in his current child's lifetime. So this would be a debt that would go on to his children's children. And the master was forgiving of that first servant and forgave him of his debts and sought to uh, keep him as a servant in his household. But then that servant then went on in the second part here. He goes and finds a servant who, he, who owed him about uh, $2,000, uh, 100 daryl, which is about $2,000. So the price there is a lot, a lot different in debt that he had to pay. And he, that servant then took his fellow servant and threw him in jail. Um, he wouldn't forgive him the tiny little amount, even though he had been forgiven so much. And that is something in our lives that we may do a lot, that we might, uh, someone might sin against us and, it may be something big or small, and we take it as a way against us personally, and we take it to heart. And But we sometimes get blinded on the fact of that loss, but also we also have to realize the things that we have done in order to hurt God and all the times that we eternally have been can be saved with God, but with um, 
not being forgiving to others, uh, well, if not being forgiving to others, uh, that uh, isn't uh, what God wants us to do with uh, his forgiveness that he gave to us and wants us to give unto other people. Conclusion, uh, forgiveness is something that we all need from God because we have first wronged him. God has made it available through Christ. Uh, we must humble ourselves enough in order to receive it, and then when we receive it with a genuine heart, we will be forgiving towards those who wrong us, never forgetting how much God has forgiven us. So at this time, if um, you need forgiveness in your life and you need the Christ, uh, please come as we stand and sing this song.